This is Uniquely Milwaukee. It's everything you love about community stories, but more in depth. Giving the stories the time and attention they deserve. Changing perspective one episode at a time. I'm your host, Salam Fathayed, and this is Uniquely Milwaukee. Stories that stick with you. We're here at Agency, Milwaukee's new hybrid bar, brought to you by Discourse Coffee on North Broadway. Every weekend, right after Discourse closes, the space undergoes a remarkable transformation. Within an hour and a half, posters are taken down, sconces are put up, and instead of a coffee shop, you step into a dark, moody bar. It was opening night on a Friday, and we got there relatively early, but we weren't the first to get there. And you could hear laughter and lively chatter intermingled with the rhythmic clinking of glasses. The air was filled with an inciting aroma of spirits, and the background music set the tone for a night of shared moments and vibrant social connections. Before we talk about our experience, I spoke with Ryan Castellaz, founder of Discourse, to talk about agency and what sets it apart, the creation of a hybrid bar. For people who don't know what a hybrid cocktail bar is, totally understandable, I think we may have made it up. A hybrid cocktail bar is a bar that serves every cocktail on the menu, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic. So it's really designed to be a space that is fully inclusive, um, that those who have made the decision not to consume alcohol are not relegated to some uh, subsection of the menu or corner where maybe they put something in there for inclusivity purposes. Um, The whole purpose of this space is to create uh, a space where people who are both sides of the fence Mm -hmm. uh, can come and have the same experience. Um, And we are so, so excited to be able to offer uh, an experience like this to the Milwaukee area. I love that because, you know, I actually actually stopped drinking and um, I miss going to places and getting a nice fancy drink and sometimes you go to a place and you're like okay they have a non-alcoholic menu and it's like lemonade or just one one non-alcoholic beer and I'm not a beer drinker Um, and even when they are good right (laughs) like even when you do go to a place that's thoughtful about the non-alcoholic selection you're looking at these cocktail lists and you might be like, oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah. I want to try that. I mm-hmm. wish I could. Right. Right. And, and you can't. Yeah. But now you can. Right. Anything on our menu, you can try. If it sounds good to you, order it. Let us know it once you want it non-alcoholic. And that's it. Right. So yeah. like having that ability, having mm-hmm. that agency to choose to be able to say, hey, any cocktail on this menu is something that I can enjoy tonight, even if I'm not consuming alcohol. I think he's giving a power back to the drinker that they haven't had ever. I, I want to know how and why this happened, because it could seem like a risk coming from the coffee world and then opening up a bar. Absolutely. Um, yeah. What we do at Discourse is how do we translate the principles of these very high echelon uh, dining and drinking experiences into something that is a everyday, quick in and out routine, right? That's mm-hmm. been our examination and our exploration with discourse for the last seven years is, yeah. is how do we create moments of hyper-accessible luxury? Mm-hmm. And so even though we're entering into this new realm of the drinking space, so much of what we do, which is to create involved and engaging experiences around the act of drinking, carries over into what we're doing with agency. Um, So we are so, so excited to be able to present this in a new light and a new form of formatting. The way it came about is crazy. Um, 
way back when our first cafe here in Milwaukee was actually at Crossroads Collective. Mm-hmm. Um, and we opened that February of 22. Um, after about a year of running discourse at Crossroads, we had two other cafes in the city. Yeah. Our cafe at the Milwaukee Art Museum that we opened in April, and then our cafe in downtown that we opened in September. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we no longer needed this little incubator stall, yeah. but we had another year on our lease. And so being the uh, work harder, not smarter people that we are, <laughs> um, we decided why don't we just pivot to an entirely new concept? Um, So the only licensure, the only thing we could really open under the existing licensure that we had that we could obtain in this location was a non-alcoholic cocktail bar. Um, And so we opened a spot called The Counter Mm -hmm. in February of 2023. um, And it was really our first foray into non-alcoholic drink making. Mm -hmm. Um, We did that for about three and a half months. And then we realized a bunch of things, right? We learned so much by doing The Counter about what people wanted Want, what people don't want, what they're actually looking to to have in yeah. this space. And the biggest thing that we took away, the biggest thing that we learned was that a lot of the people who were coming to us were actually people who were just looking to reintegrate themselves into social settings. Mm-hmm. They wanted to be able to, again, go to a bar with their friends and feel normal and not feel pressured and feel welcome and feel seen and feel cared for, right? Yeah. And what we were doing with the counter was great, but it was also hyper-exclusionary, mm-hmm. right? And we were trying to be in Inclusionary, yeah. And we ended up creating a place that was hyper-exclusionary right. because many of the people who these sober people would hang out with wanted to go get a quote-unquote real cocktail, yeah. an alcoholic cocktail. And so what happens when you have one person who drinks non-alcoholic and five who drink alcoholic? The five win, mm-hmm. right? Um, or the five end up unhappy at the at the one's choice. Right, um, yeah. And so what we decided collectively was what we need to do is not offer a pure alcoholic bar or a pure non-alcoholic bar. What we need to do is offer a hybrid of the two. We need to offer a place that people who have chosen to consume and have chosen not to consume can come together and drink together, yeah. both getting what they want, no pressure, um, and and really create a space that can integrate these two worlds back together. And that's what I'm really interested in, like creating a hybrid menu uh, where there are challenges with that. <laughs> Only challenges. Yeah. <laughs> Only challenges. Like, how does that work? Do you start with uh, creating the non-alcoholic zero-proof version and then trying to replicate that with an alcoholic cocktail? Like, what was the what was the metho- methodology behind creating the menu? Well, let me tell you, there's a reason why people don't do this, right? And that's because <laughs> it, it, it's very hard. Yeah. It's very, very hard. Um, and, and our methodology is going to be continually developing mm-hmm. over the next five to ten years, mm-hmm. you know, that we're working on this world and, and learning and discovering. Um, right now, what we've decided to do is divide the menu into to two sections. So we have classics and we have experimentals. Mm. Um, we really wanted to start with some classics so that we yeah. could have a fundamental understanding of how do these ingredients work, right? Because when you're shooting at a at a target that is unclear, right? If the if the idea is just to make a delicious drink, we can all make we're, we're a team of drink makers with 30 plus years of experience, right? We can make a delicious drink in five minutes. Right. You know, but but it's also nondescript because there's no borders and we don't learn anything from that, right? We made a delicious drink, but what did we learn? Right. Um, and so really what we wanted to do was figure out how do we use these ingredients very intentionally to hit a set target? How do we make a delicious margarita? How do we make a delicious Negroni? How do we make a delicious espresso mm-hmm. martini? Right? These, these things that we know, how do we use these ingredients to achieve this profile? Um, and so that's why we've started is let's build ourselves the building blocks of non-alcoholic drink making. How do we use these ingredients? And what are the ingredients on the back bar that are empowering us mm-hmm. to make these cocktails? 
does free spirits gin drink more citric than ishish gin right like we need to know this stuff right. because once we know the rules we can break them and, and we can make some crazy wild experimental stuff which is what I specialize in and what our operating partner Kat Doty specializes in um, so that is coming you know and, and we're hinting to that with the two experimentals that we have on our opening menu yes can you give us a little preview on what yes. that's going to be on the menu yes so the, the theme of this little menu and it's two drinks right now expanding to three um, shortly is mm-hmm. journey through time so uh, we're looking at different time periods and kind of expressing them through cocktailery uh, so the, the first is this wild cocktail called Jurassic um, and it is it is I think probably one of the wildest serves in the city right now uh, for those looking for something just mind expanding yeah. a new um, experience yes exactly <laughs> uh, at its heart Jurassic is a is a mezcal old fashioned at its heart. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a, a beautiful cacao wash on the mezcal. Um, we blend it with jaggery, which is a, a very very rich unrefined sugar, um, super super unrefined, so tons and tons of character. Um, and then a wheat lacoche saline solution. Mm-hmm. So wheat lacoche is corn smut. It's literally a fungus that is grown intentionally on corn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the heart of umami and and mushroom. Um, and so we take that and we defrost it. Uh, when we defrost it, it juices. And then we take that juice and we combine it with smoked salt to create a, a wheat lacoche smoked saline solution that adds such incredible depth and character to this cocktail. Um, on the top, we do uh, atomized jasmine. And, and jasmine is the chemical that's responsible for the smell of earth after it rains, uh, what we call petrichor. Okay. Um, so petrichor is created by this chemical jasmine. And so we take it, we heavily dilute it, and then we spritz it over the top so you feel like you're walking mm. in this forest after it's rained and you have this earthy smoky deep rich uh. unctuous cocktail um, with these little bursts of red pepper oil on the top so you get these these hits of vegetalness on the front and then it proceeds into this chocolate and this smoke and it's just an incredibly engaging experience yeah, it's definitely something you're not going to chug right away. Yes, it's, it's a contemplative sipper. <laughs> you keep saying a word agency, and there's a story behind that concept. Yes. What is it? Agency speaks so directly to the core mm-hmm. of what we are trying to do. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I, it, like you said, it's come up five times in this conversation yeah. when I'm not talking about the name of the bar. right? And, and, and that, to me is so special. Like, I want people within a second of hearing the name to be able to understand, like, oh, you're giving drinkers back agency. Like, you're giving that choice back to people. Yeah. Um, and so that's really how we came to the name agency, is is reinstilling this choice with people. Um, and it also just feels kind of dark and cool and mysterious mm-hmm. and like something you want to be a part of. I was eager to visit agency because when the day bar, the counter opened, It didn't really fill that void for me. Despite having a selection of great beverages, the experience was marred by location. It felt cold and hollow and it mimicked a big cafeteria. So there was a noticeable disconnect. So I wanted to know if I could order a drink that is non-alcoholic and still enjoy a night out. After the break, to illuminate that experience and to provide a comprehensive perspective, I've invited a few members of our staff to tag along. Stay tuned to hear our thoughts. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the Honor System. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. 
Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. Just last week, I sent a message on Slack, throwing the idea out there, any takers for hitting up agency for a drink? Luckily for me, a few folks responded, and our night began with drinkers and non-drinkers alike. Here are our thoughts, starting with GJ, who actually didn't go with us, but on his own on a date night. So we went to agency uh, for date night, and it was really cool because Austin and I, that's my boyfriend, got to experience a venue um, all in the same way. Typically when we go to bars, all my friends will go right away to the bartender and order their drink. Um, my move is to you know, go to the restroom and come back out, and once they've all cleared the bar, order my water with the lemon so it looks like I'm drinking something. Um, I don't know if it's because of just pressure that I put on myself to not want to answer any questions as to why I'm not drinking, um, but that wasn't the case um, at agency. When we went, we got to sit down. Uh, the server came and handed us two coasters, and I got to discreetly flip mine to N.A., and my partner got to flip his to an alcoholic beverage. And the night was more focused on the music and the drinks that were coming to our table and our conversation, and not once was it me being concerned that um, I wasn't drinking that night. Um, so it was really cool to just feel a part of the experience and not have the focus be on my NA beverage pick. Um, and I really enjoyed that. I thought agency was wonderful. In fact, when I walked in, my, uh, my first thought was, this is what I wanted on New Year's, you know? And on New Year's, like, had a nice dinner and then we're scrambling to find a place that was, like, nice upbeat but like not a club um and that was exactly what what we found at 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 agency and it was also great you know um that it was um it had alcoholic beverages that clearly had some thought and care put into it and had some very um theatric presentation i uh ordered a cocktail that uh, came with a little dinosaur, which I thought was wonderful, but I will say I was a little di- a little bit disappointed that it wasn't a little living dinosaur, but I guess that's not their fault that we haven't reached that uh, scientifically yet. It, it, it was opening night, so the 
uh, beverages took a little bit longer to get to the table than I would have wanted. Um, otherwise, I thought it was all great. The presentation was great. It was really an overall experience. And I would say it was a drinking experience. I'll, I'll also say the prices were a little bit higher than um, I'm used to. So I will definitely be back. Uh, but this is this is the type of space that I will come to to celebrate uh, special occasions. Um, it's very likely I'll be there next New Year's um, just because that that was the environment I'll, I want to be in. Um, you know, fun, upscale, but n- not chaotic like can often happen at New Year's. But this is not the type of place I'll be a, a regular at, so to speak, uh, because of the, the price point on everything. Um, otherwise, service was great. Um, you know, it almost felt like uh, we were part of a family there, and, and that was uh, a really, really great experience. I'm Kenny Perez, your Afternoon Drive host and Assistant Program Director at 88.9 got a chance to uh, visit the agency really exciting uh, and it was day one for uh, the space in the evening uh, and the uh, first time I've experienced anything like that so it was really cool as I walked in on Friday just the ambiance was was amazing like I love the darkness of it all um, I love the music that was playing in the speakers I think we heard like uh, music that span symphony to Afrobeats. So, so that's a wider, wide variety of music uh, to be listening to anyway, but it was so fun and fitting. Uh, it wasn't crazy packed, but it was absolutely comfortable uh, sitting with, uh, you know, some of my colleagues at 88.9 and Hyphen. Um, we were just having a good time. And uh, when it was time to like order some drinks, man, I was totally blown away. I had the... Uh, New Frontier first, which was like a hot apple cider uh, with a non-alcoholic whiskey, brown butter, and a side of parfait and pickled apple slices. So cool. Um, one of my favorite drinks uh, by far. It's fun. It's warm. It's pretty decadent as well, which was so cool. I'm Erin Wolf, music director of 88.9. And this past Friday, I got to go to agency with some of my coworkers to check out their drinks list, which really intrigued me because it's not only a cocktail list, all the cocktails on the list can be turned into mocktails. And for me, that was super exciting because I'm a non-drinker. And I haven't always been this way. I have definitely partaken in many drinks. But as a newer-ish non-drinker, I'm always looking for something special. Like when I go out to make me feel like I am, I don't know, back in the day, I guess you'd say. But not, not in a bad way, without all the debts of alcohol. So... As soon as I got to agency, number one, I thought the vibes were great. It had like the speakeasy kind of feel. The lights were low. Music was good. And then I looked at the cocktail list. Uh, Aviation, margarita, espresso martini, amaretto sour, Negroni, bingo. I totally knew what I was going to get. 
a Negroni. That's something I have not had in a few years, and I definitely remember liking them quite a bit. It's that drink that you want when it's really hot and humid in the summer. It's got gin, sweet vermouth, and a bitter aperitif, according to Agency's menu. And so when you're at Agency, our server told us, you flip your coaster to be gold if you want a mocktail. And you flip it to black if you want it to be a cocktail. So I was relieved, number one, because that's a very visual way to denote that you want a mocktail. And you're not going to get a mistake or anything like that. So as a non-drinker, I I felt confident that I was going to get the right thing. So I ordered my Negroni. And as it came out, um, it came out first as a glass with a little, you know, twist of orange. And the server poured it from a shaker and as that was happening there was an like a souped up version of Vivaldi's Four Seasons I think it was the spring version it was playing in the background it felt so so epic Um, but the drink was poured and I took a sip and it was as Negroni like as a Negroni could be without the alcohol it really did hit all those nuances of a Negroni it had this bright cherry feel it had that bitter orange feel it was cold it was chilled I was a big fan so I have to say if I ever have the hankering for Negroni I would totally go back and have one at agency again and maybe check out some of the other cocktails this is definitely a place if you want to go on a date night or for a fancy drink I wouldn't say I would be sitting there knocking back a few cocktails because they are a little on the pricey side but definitely is something to treat yourself and as a non-drinker I don't know about you all, non-drinkers, but I'm also looking for something that's not another N.A. beer or a sugary cocktail uh, or, you know, mocktail of some sort, because that's often what you get when you are uh, a non-drinker. Those mocktails are often just juice and seltzer. So this was really great to experience a classic Negroni in an N.A. way at agency and I'll definitely be heading back at some point soon. And there you have it. Our time at agency was nothing short of a blast. It was opening night and the place was buzzing with music laying down the perfect foundation for an exhilarating evening. I even caught Kenny whipping out his phone to Shazam a few tunes. So you know it was a vibe. Also a really nice touch was a complimentary non-alcoholic champagne for the entire table. Now, when it comes to the nitty gritty, the pricing is straightforward for all drinkers. There's one set price regardless whichever side you flip to. The the cocktails and mocktails on average at agency hovered around $16 a pop. And while it might not be my go-to spot for a regular hangout, I can certainly appreciate having a luxurious spot in Milwaukee where you can indulge in the experimental with or without alcohol. It's your choice. Cheers to that. Hi, I'm Kim Shine, production manager at Radio Milwaukee. Thank you to our host, Salam Fatayer, Tariq Moody, our executive producer, and Brett Kraskowski, who is our web editor. Thank you to our marketing team led by Sarah Lar, our graphics and wonderful logo made by Aaron Bagata. Mallory Wallace is our community engagement and membership manager, and Dan Reiner and Darren Brewer handle our social media. A big thank you to city-loving members for making Uniquely Milwaukee possible. Tune in next Tuesday for our next episode.